Hey, look. It's Halloween. Spooky. Spooky, Did it scare you? Ah! Jesus. <laughs> Jesus! Says, says Ryan Sure. Oh, we had four viewers right before the podcast goes, and then I showed me my face, and they dropped off, and then they, now they're back again. <laughs> it's a whole thing. No, no one wants to be here. It's just how it is. Oh, man. So, uh, welcome to the Immaterial Gamers podcast. A live cast episode 221 in a row. Dragged and, uh... kicking and screaming out of his retirement. Here's... <laughs> here's uh... Terry, like one episode after he said he wasn't going to be doing this anymore. Well, as I say, he he did say he was it, going to retire from activities. So you know, yeah. it's more scheduling whether or not I have the time, and it's, Sundays have been busy. No commitments, yeah. but still yeah, so, friends. So so let's let's say this. Yeah, I'm I'm your new regular host again. Back from being the old regular host to being the new regular host again. It's Ryan, and then Duncan, and then our guest Terry. The one, our once and former host. Wait, what's how does that expression go? Our it's like the it's like the once and former. It's like it's like something former. Our once and former king. Is that is that how it goes? Is that yeah, is that the whole expression? I think it's like that. Yeah. 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 There you go. That's Ryan. Yeah, and then in the in the background, uh, we're not sponsored by Formula One. You can see a couple of tires. You know, you can see a couple they're of going tires. by. You can That's see how you know it's cars. Yeah, there's a radio message. Couple curves. Yeah. Um, so wait. Uh, these curves. I'm a... <laughs> oh wow, wow, good start. There you go. There you go. Well, we'll happy funny. Halloween, everyone. Yeah. Funny, funny Ooh. enough. Speaking, speaking of, um, speaking of curves, we we will be talking about. Uh, um, I've put it in the in the podcast uh, update or like the tweet that went out, but we're we're going to be talking about uh, Amaranth. Uh, the bayon- uh, an update to the Bayonetta v- uh, voiceover issue, and we're going to look at the rumored format change to the League of Legends European Championship in our selfish way of how will this affect the Immaterial Gamers Fantasy League? <laughs> Answer: yes. it's, it's the will. end of the Fantasy League as we know it. Oh, it's yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah, it would actually work. It would, it would, it would be. It yeah, would be the end of the current fantasy league iteration as we know it. I mean, we need to. We'll brainstorm the lyrics, I suppose. Um, but uh, yeah, Terry, how's 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 the week been going, mate? I'm gonna it's make one busy. last attempt to fix my light while you guys are doing. All I've been okay. doing, besides work, all I've been doing besides work is uh, we started playing Minecraft again. We keep rotating through a few games. You do. Steph, D, and uh, Sapphire started uh, an encrypted mod pack. Encrypted. encrypted. Please continue. Um, well, basically, it's almost the same as a lot of the mod packs we're playing before. Mm-hmm. But it has... Um, it has a more direct line of how you have to proceed through it. So basically right. you start on a world that's a super flat world, just so like literally just flat. But there's no grass, there's no dirt and you got about five layers or six layers and then it's bedrock. Okay. The, the top layer 
is um, what's called white simulation blocks. White simulation the story, blocks. The story of this mod pack is you're a coder building an AI mm. or some sort of simulation, and somehow you get stuck inside your own simulation, and your goal is to escape the simulation. Escape ah, the got... simulation. I I I I love Tron slash um what's that terrible anime that everyone keeps making fun of? Um, Your face. Yeah, that's Ooh. the one. Uh, God damn it, the one with the Sword Art Online. That's it. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. yeah basically, go. the whole world is made out of these simulation blocks, and at first they seem useless. They're simulation blocks. They're just everywhere. You can break them with a pickaxe. Um, but at first I didn't even know I could break them. I didn't even look, pay any attention. There was one dirt block in the ground, so you can mm. plant your first tree. Um, if you shift right click with an empty hand on the white simulation block, you get this weird purple matter. And okay. from that weird purple matter, you can craft a sapling and a few things. Mm. And nice. basically, there's a quest book. Well, there's like a quest list, and you follow the steps through the quest list, and you'll start to get unlock more and more resources. And at first, it seems like it's going to be quite simple. And mm. then it turns into a chemistry class. Chemistry? Anybody okay. know their periodic table of elements? Elements? Um, Not off by heart. Hydrogen? Helium and I'm and I'm lost. Well, uh, here, hold on. Is, it, is carbon next? Where is my periodic table of, of elements? Yes, I have one in uh, the game now. Ah. Let me just open this. Okay. So what? yeah, it starts with hydrogen at the top left. Then it goes yeah. all the way over to the right with helium, which is two. Mm. Three is lithium. Mm. Four is beryllium, <laughs> and so on and so forth. I'm not going to go through it all. Yeah. But yeah, basically Unfortunately I'm not Daniel like... Radcliffe. I haven't memorized the entire periodic table. Yeah. Awesome. Um and basically you can actually get some of the basic um compounds like iron and gold and aluminum in these chemical forms with a machine called a dissolver. Mm. Um, so you can dissolve some of the resources that you get and start to get some basic compounds and then combine these basic compounds to get slightly more resources. And Yeah, th that's what I thought it took a turn for the worse, but it gets much worse than that. <laughs> It gets more and more complicated as you go. Um, and as every mod pack that we've ever played, basically, if you want to do one thing, there's about 18 steps before you can get to that one thing. Okay. And yeah, we're just we're just starting to break into it now. Um, some of the stuff came pretty simple. It allowed you to do a lot of things once we got the chemical stuff started. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty heavy mod. Like it's 
gonna take some getting used yeah. to. I'll tell you that. There you go, Terry. You got you got a little you got a little study guide for your uh, your mod now. Uh, did you send? What did you, what it's, did you a, it's a it's a video of Daniel Radcliffe singing the uh, the the element song. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, speaking of breaking, by the way, sorry, I have to say we are breaking video games podcast. Chemistry. I, I am in. I'm the one who knocks. As, as you can base compared to the two Canadians up there, I am in the UK, and well, in between. <laughs> This is hilarious. In between last podcast and now, we have lost another prime minister. Wow. Um, which 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 did lead to did lead to a response from Andrea when I did put did it in the in the in the, in the in the Discord of a what a what a what a what a what you what a what because because. She has now got the Guinness World... She would have the Guinness World Record... So that's Prime Minister Liz Truss... Uh, would have the Guinness World Record for the shortest serving Prime Minister in British history. I feel she, like you don't even need to get Guinness on the line for be, that. But... You should be proud. <laughs> I think we had a female Prime Minister once that lasted like a year like or like a few months or something. Yeah, well, 44 days. It was uh, it was before wild. her intention to resign, and um, that led the door open for the bloviel blowhard of British buffoonery, Boris Johnson. It gave him the ability to, and people were publicly announcing, the ability for him to run for prime minister again. Remember, he was out of office for forty-four days. Mm-hmm. The breaking news is that he is not taking part in the leadership election, and there was much fuck. There was much rejoicing from this person. Terry, Terry, you might went there. I heard you say party. (laughs) Yes, I said party. Yeah, yeah. The whole Bender party song or party Uh, scream. So, um, yeah, um. I am relieved, but I mean, what the hell would would happen, you know, from there? It's just just madness. I mean, to be honest, I mean, what the but fuck is, is it happening? Sparta? Is it is it Sparta? But however, I did, I did find um there was there was something to come up. I follow the uh, talk show host James O'Brien. He's a mid morning talk show host, and something had come up. Where is it? I want to find his tweet. Um, he's not a fan of Boris Johnson. Let's do, let's just say that. But I saw the link to this tweet. So this broke by uh, Stephen Swinford from the Times. It's one of the newspapers over in the UK. Um, and we got this message or this tweet that had come through. I put the link on the on the Twitter um, on the. Oh, you Twitch put the link on Twitter, yep. But uh, yeah, I put the Twitter link on the Twitch chat. There we go. Hmm. Um, his response That's to a comment. this new story is uh, first time in his life he's pulled out in time. Terry is, it like is... A, does, is it like a meme? Does he have like a lot of? Does he have <laughs> like a lot of kids? Is that a, is that I'm a thing? Freaky. Or is he? Or is he? Or is, or is, or is it just catch catch me up? Catch the ignorant uh, Canadian le- up. Legally, there is a situation where he has quite a lot of undeclared children. Hmm. Very very well known to um, leave partners uh before mm. he left for his most recent partner uh she was undergoing cancer treatment 
Oh, good. That's a good time to leave. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know. Hey, but hey, he's got blonde hair and he's funny, isn't that right? That's the guy you want leaving the country. Oh, wait, hold on, America. Why didn't you warn us? <sighs> anyway, sorry. That's 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 personal opinion from me. Um, but, uh, yeah. Toodaloo. Go back. You flew all the way back from the Dominican Re- Republic to tell people you weren't taking part? Haven't you got a bit of holiday to go back for? Eh? <laughs> Oh, just so you guys, see so you guys, you can get rid of your prime minister. Ah, well, it took a while. Let's think of it this way: it took a, it took a global pandemic, uh, partying through all the stuff, lying to government, put installing, um, uh, a KGB spy into the House of Lords. Oh, sorry, the son of a KGB spy into the House of Lords. Um, but it took, it took a sex pest. For people to go enough's enough. Anyway, that's that's our problem. Uh, Duncan, how's your week been? How my week been? Yeah, I've been working. It's all how's right, I guess. How's your week been? been? How's your, how's week, your been? week been? How's, how's your, your week, week been? 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 Uh, I'm, te- I'm completely lost, lost for words. Um. <laughs> RC is just so amazing. I'm just, you know, just living my life. I don't really think anything interesting has happened. Oh, I got offered a job. I'm probably not taking. That's that happened. Oh, it's some sort of like, like, like basically like a door to door sales job. Oh, uh, first and at first I was kind of like, okay, well if I, if I thought it was like a telemarketing thing, I was like, okay, I could sit on the in, in an office and call 200 people a day and. Have to have you know, and have 199 of them hang up on me. Like that's fine. I can live that life. But this is sort of like every new revelation. Like made me more and more off put. It's like okay, first of all, it's gonna be on foot, so you're gonna be, you know, hoofing it all day long. Oh yeah, like, I know that. Okay. Feeling. I'm like okay, and it's like it's an afternoon job also, so you'll be out till like 10 o'clock. I'm like okay, yeah. And then it, and then there was. I was like, uh, sales are commission only, so you have so there's no minimum uh, salary. I'm like, hmm, all right. That's not a good sign, right there. Yep. And uh, and just the fact that it's like, you know, I've been on this job hunt for like two months now, and uh, this was the first job that called me back like the same day that I applied, and it's just kind of been like one day after another. Be like interview, interview. It's like, come on, come on, get on the team, get on the team, go, go, go. It's kind of like. Beware of people who are in a hurry to give you money. You know what I mean? But you gotta mm. always be wary of those kinds of people. Yeah. Cause you just don't. Nobody is in that much of a rush to pay you. You know? Yeah. So it's just sort of like, yeah, I'm probably not gonna take it. I'm probably just gonna find something else. Yeah. As, as someone who has worked door-to-door jobs before, they're fucking awful. They're, that's That's... I can I can say my personal opinion based off my personal experience. I did door to door fundraising as one of my first jobs, and when you lose said job because they put you into a gross misconduct disciplinary hearing under the allegation of well you're not getting enough signups for charities, therefore you're literally stealing money from the charities, and then that when your unemployment benefit gets stopped because of that accusation. Ah, oh, well, yeah, isn't you don't... that nice? 
yeah, you, you don't you don't want to go into those sorts of jobs anymore. Um, well, this to be kind, fair, I appealed well, and well, it got this overturned job, instantly. So yeah, well, you should, and I'm good for you. Uh, it is one of the. But the way, you know, the thing about this job is that if you are, you know, if it's commission only, and you know, that means that you're an independent contractor, and when you're an independent contractor, you don't even get unemployment benefits. Uh, so that's another reason why uh, I'm not super jazzed about taking the job. Mm. So yeah. Um, yeah, when you're a contractor, you have to pay for your own benefits out of your own pocket. And yeah. you, and even if you do, you can't. I mean, if you're if you if you're classified as self-employed, whether you're, you're a business owner, or you're you know independent contractor, whatever, you literally can't get EI. That that's just not an option that's available mm. to you because you can't lay yourself off. You can't fire yourself. You, know. you could. I, the government of Canada says you can't, so I'm going to go with their opinion on this one. Because when I was a sole proprietor in landscaping, I could for seasonal work. Hmm. Never did, but I could. I have, yeah, I have no idea how how that how that works, but you have everything. To pay everything. Uh, I you mean, maybe, maybe, maybe AI. there's a way to. I mean, maybe there's a way to do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm working for my mom right now, and I can't get AI at that job because you can't get AI when you're working for a direct relative. Because mm -hmm. if you did do that, you can just be like, "Hey, you know, uh, he's laid off. Just, just, just lay, just lay me off, and you know, I'll just get sixty percent of my income uh, passively, and, and, and doesn't yeah, cost my cash. mom anything." Pay me cash for the, the well, I mean, hand. Well, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get paid cash in hand at work while I collect EI on the government side. Of things. Absolutely. Yep. So that's why you're not supposed to get EI when you uh, yeah. in certain situations. Um, but I'm supposed to get EI when I work for pretty much everyone else at pretty much every other job. Um, that's just not one of them. So. Mm. Fair enough. So yeah, been a been a, been a day, been a, yeah. been a little bit of a sad week because I've really was looking forward to the idea of getting a new job, and uh, the first pe person to really give me an offer was that. Hey, don't worry about it. You'll find you'll more. get a job. You'll find you'll find more and you'll find better. Yeah, I'm gonna speak to that like it's a fucking relationship, but you know, still, <laughs> that's that, <laughs> that's that's me. This, this hey, a job basically is a relationship. You're stuck in the same place with the same people. Yeah, the honeymoon period, everything still starts fine, and then they ask more of you, and then, then they wonder why you're not moving your fucking cups away from your table, and then... Sorry, uh... <clears throat> you sound like you're talking about Ryan, Ryan are, you all, are you alright, Ryan? You don't <laughs> want to talk about it? <laughs> no, it's all good. You got something good. to get out in the open there, buddy? <laughs> No, as you see, the thing is, no, no one does that. No one does that. No, my my place is my place is fine. It sort of let me get on. I do my shit. As long as I do my shit, I get paid for it. Everything's great. Do your shit. And then, and then sometimes, sometimes I get to upgrade their computers while I'm in there. So you know. What do you do, Ryan? I honestly don't even know what your job is. The, the official title is data entry clerk. Ah. My my job is updating an eBay page and a, a bespoke website. Uh, You're still using okay. eBay. My business. I, I occasionally use eBay. Yeah, eBay stores. As a purchase. Yeah, eBay. It's, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yes, pretty much everything that you 
could want to get you can get on amazon but there are certain like unique or more rare items that are generally not available on amazon as easily so you can find things a little bit more easily on ebay if it's like really a particular yeah there are there are some stores that are avoiding the massive grasp of the amazon homunculus you know so are you okay terry you look like you've like I mean, it's, it's, just, we just got a really good view of like the inside of your nose right now. I'm just wondering what exactly it is you're looking at. <laughs> I am looking at my computer screen as Steph is shooting me with arrows in Minecraft. What a shocker. So, uh, what an absolute turd. My week's eventually uh, basically been uneventful. It's more stuff that's happened in the news that has been more eventful. You know, like let's say the most chaotic week in UK uh, UK politics since the last chaotic week in UK politics, you know. So, that's just, just how it is. I mean, I haven't even really been playing much more than I've already been playing. I mean, I will, I will say this. So, for Spooktober, which I'm going to put the, the thing in. By the way, we are halfway towards our £100 goal on that. Purely by the kindness... £100! Purely by the kindness of my aunt. Who, 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 nice. who, who, who just dropped in 50 pounds like it was nothing so thank you very much really appreciate it so but for, for Spooktober really we've put something in there I should as well now that I've been paid because um, I usually do done it every year so I'll wait, I'll wait till my paycheck on Friday yeah so we're all still good there but um, yeah for Spooktober I've been playing Immortality uh, we've we've been playing different games. Some of them been really, you know, on the spook, and then some of them have just been on the. Ah, uh, well, they've got Halloween stuff. Um, but yeah, we've had fun. We've we've played crawl. We've played the uh, the matriarch, which uh, we did uh, did have a you know fun response from Chua, the uh, the creator of that game. They enjoyed our stream of it, which is which was nice. And I said, once it once it's got more updates, I'm definitely playing it again. So keeping keeping our eyes peeled on that. But one of the games I've been playing is Immortality, the third of the full motion video games by Sam Barlow and Half Mermaid. Um, and this I'm going to explain today's and close your ears if you're a child, you don't want to hear this. There's your warning. Uh, the game has a lot of Let's say the game has a lot of sex, nudity, and violence in it. And because it's real Next life, you're gonna tell me that there's hand holding. No, oh, there was more than hand holding, mate. <laughs> but in terms of a, it it blurs the line on what's acceptable on Twitch because it's a a live action game. It's real actors. They, you know, you can mm -hmm. you can have you can have tits in The Witcher all day long. You can have decapitations in The Evil Within and 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 Doom and you know Gibbs and all that. But when they're real humans, Twitch and its context is a little different. It doesn't accept that because it doesn't accept it yeah. in the community guidelines to be showing real tits and cutting yourself. You know, and it really it really is kind of like a blurry line. It's like it's kind of like, but it's kind of like at the same time, it's like. Do they have issues with this? If it's like, like a movie, like if you're doing like a watch together, like a watch party, yeah, a and watch it was party. like, oh, which would that we weren't be, able to do. Today. Would that? Be, yeah, we, we can get into that. Uh, but it, like, would that be bad? Like, no, no boo boo. 
No booba. No booba. I mean, the thing with watch parties, and like you said, we'll get back to it. The one thing that's on watch parties is the moment you launch a stream that is a watch party, no ads, no like money making off that stream. It's just done. And I feel at that point, and watch parties, I don't think they, I don't think they become vods either. So they're just a live experience. So I guess I guess set it to a watch party though. Uh, a load of complicated issues that we didn't between Duncan and Andrew pretty and me much didn't every figure it out. possible point of failure failed on us. Yeah. So right you off tell the bat, that and I'll get back to immortality once you're done there. Yeah. So right off the bat, one of one of Andrew's headphones was broken. That wasn't related to this watch party. That was just a thing we had to deal with. It's just the list uh, of the list of shit. <laughs> next, next down on the list was we found out that uh, Coraline. Despite being available on through the Amazon uh, Prime Video service, is not part of Amazon Prime Video. They are part of what I guess the Super Channel Network, or who fucking knows what that uh, is. See, I guess I it's just like a, I guess it's, I guess it's just like a. I'm guessing that it's just kind of like I'm guessing Amazon Prime is like partnered with like a bunch mm-hmm. of different services that have like, you know, like you can buy into their other additional yeah i'll say that as an example as an as an as an on as an add-on to your prime paramount plus is an example is an add-on to amazon prime you can get it as a separate service or you can just add it on as part of amazon prime which is what i've ended up doing but yes that's rule one um only stuff so that and that was and that was the only thing like only things that are available specifically on amazon prime even if you are subscribed to this the super channel network Mm. you can't stream their stuff via the watch party. Yeah, so that's what we learned one. Number two. Okay, the next down the line was only people who have an Amazon Prime subscription can watch um, can can watch through the like Twitch uh, the watch together, the watch party. Yeah. So if you don't have a, an Amazon subscription, it doesn't matter if you're like a commentator or a, or a viewer, you need to have a Prime subscription to be a part of that stream. Yeah, unless you use Discord, um, <clears throat> which is which is the stupid thing number two, and then stupid thing number three about the watch party system. Just to, just to really slap it on the ass and knock it over is uh, you cannot stream to any viewer who is outside the country from which you are hosting. So if I, a Canadian, were to host a watch party stream of Coraline, which isn't physically possible, but even if I could do that, uh, Me, I, that that from... that stream would be unviewable from the United Kingdom because Coraline country. is not because Coraline is not even available on Amazon Prime at all, let alone in the UK, let alone on one of the partnered services. It's just not there. So, but even, like I say, even beyond that, like literally, yeah. even if it was, you still couldn't watch it because yeah. I cannot show you a video i cannot stream to you as somebody who is outside canada i can only stream to other canadians mm. that's just how that service you don't works. know any other canadians so so global global well, i know one other canadian so this is so basically yeah it's like the only way you can get around that like that is the only thing you can actually get around is that you can literally just stream your stream on discord and you could just show people from anywhere what you're watching it won't be as good of quality i guess but it'll be good enough that you can which, still like watch and comment together yeah which is what we were looking at working um working as a workaround for the red dwarf watch along when we get around to it 
Yeah, which I would still like to do if all of the other things can at least be bypassed. Yeah. But so. yeah, so that was I spent about we spent about an hour looking into that and trying to figure out if there was any way around that the, the, this the, afternoon. The, then I guessed some of their MS Paint drawings. I, I mean, yeah, I joined in. We, it was... we did we did like we did about a forty five minute like MS Paint sort of draw session for funsies. It was uh, it was amusing. Yeah, and then and then you got round to 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 play to playing Coraline, the video game. <laughs> yes, with the Coraline tie-in video game, which astonishingly, um, I don't even know how this happened, but it was it would have had to have been co-developed at the same time as the film because mm. the game actually released about ten days before the film did. Ah. It was released in like January twenty seventh of uh, two thousand nine, and the movie came out in like the fourth of the fourth and fifth of that year, depending on where you were. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's awful. It's a piece of absolute garbage tie-in licensed game, <laughs> but it's hilariously bad. We had a lot of fun making fun of it for an hour before we had to log off. Fair enough. <laughs> oh man. I was catching little glimpses of it as well. I was just looking at it. I was like, oh, what is this? What is going on here? Is this as bad as they will probably be saying it is? Yeah, it was a real, like, it was a real, like, um, it's like, it's like a real rescued from the flames kind of, kind of stream where it's just like, it was a total disaster that just kind of fell into place. It just kind of stumbled across the finish line. Yeah, hey, that's the immaterial gamer's way. Hey, if that's the immaterial gamer's way, I'm I'm all for it. Let's do more of that. More stumble accidental streams. None of this more planning stuff. Just, just more streams where we just do random crap for two hours without any real plan. Yeah, where where you draw the West Ham United uh, football team uh, emblem with no information of. West Ham United yeah. Football Club. <laughs> I just I just drew a compass and put a pig on the western point. That was my West Ham. Oh, you would have liked that, Terry. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. So immortality. My so and Duncan sort of aware of this because of all the problems I've had to push. I've had to push the um, basically what I call the no no button, the modesty button, the nope can't show that button. On the stream deck, um, which is tough when you know when you go into a game with no information. I mean, other than the content warnings, so I knew they were they were showing, but I didn't know when they were showing because, I mean, because it's also a a game where you're basically given the freedom to find the clips in the order you find them, discover them. Every person's journey to get to the end is going to be different. But here's the picture of the scene that we've had. I've already had a scene where I can't upload it to YouTube because there was an accidental nip slip. I say accidental nip slip. It was a situation where she was, the actress was going to commit suicide if the lead character didn't help her. And she proved that she was a woman, not a man, by pulling her gown apart and just breast. And I missed it. I missed it. I didn't know when it was going to happen. Steph laughed his head off at it. But here's the other scene. Here was this week's experience. Picture the scene. It's a footage of a table read for for the same film. 
and the director is talking about this being the fuck montage. This is just going to be the scene where they just go through and read all the bits, you know, describe all the the sex that's happening and stuff like that. And immortality has the the, the feature on it of of learning more about the story happens when two things happen. You're recommended to play it with a pad because of two things. One, you'll hear a sound. Um, the controls are better for pad, but you'll hear a sound like a like a drone, which tells you to rewind the footage that you'd normally be using. Because you, it simulates the old editing reels that you just literally rewind them back. The other is that the pad will vibrate. And they can happen independently of each other, or at the same time. So you'll hear the, like, the drone and the vibration, or you could hear one or the other. So I did that. And they're talking about this sex montage. And... I rewind the footage and I have to immediately push the no-no button because as I do, it turns into actual sex. Oh, no. <laughs> On the table. Of, and this is a spoiler warning. I'm, I'm trying to say it's just a clip. So, yeah, it goes from discussing this sex montage to the sex actually happening between the lead actor and redacted because it's a key plot point. Uh, but everyone else in the table read room is also naked. Because, hey, you know, if they're doing it, why not us? Yeah, so they're all sat there, and then the guy at the end goes, huh, Wow, I want a cigarette. Uh, back in ten? Yes, so they were watching this. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and I've, I've been I've been on the ad that I've kept ah, some of go. them. I've just had sex. Mm. Yeah. Ink, delicious. Because because is is the is the thing as well. The the clever part of it is that these weird subverted clips, these David Lynch style clips that happen, happen at the same time as the original clip would be happening. So it's not that they're longer or shorter than the clip that you were investigating in the first place. So if you let the footage carry on, the guy still at the end would have just said, well, well, I want a cigarette back in 10. Except in that one, he's fully cloaked. So, you know. Um, but I think I'm either one or two sessions away from solving the mystery now. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. So we'll find out what happens tomorrow uh, or has happened on Monday. Um, which at that point, because I'm not keeping the VODs, you'll have missed it. <laughs> uh, but man, can't wait for Spooktober to be over. Uh, to be honest, I would actually be... I can understand now, I feel that this... Because it's the game is sort of a, a, a sort of a, a take on exploitation in in the film industry. Because like, the first couple of films are set, you know, were filmed in the late 60s and early 90s. No, late 60s, early 70s, and then late 90s. And so if you like picture those times together, you can sort of get the idea of what was happening in the film industry at the time. Like the need for sex and violence on the screen. The golden age of cinema and actresses being... Sex, violence, and yeah. gore, titties, pussy. I feel on the Sam Barlow idea of the fact that I am... I am... they like my sleazy 80s director voice. It was good. You were, you were way on there. Um, 
But the other thing is that I reckon this is sort of a, a statement by Sam Barlow himself along the idea of people needing to stream personal experience, something that would be a personal experience to the world, i.e. streaming a video game on Twitch. And stuff like this is his way of basically saying, yeah, you idiot, you didn't see that coming, did you? Do, 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 do. The white corn cover, yep. Oh, so, uh, yeah, so that's that. So, um, Spooktober is is getting closer to the end, and we've still got stuff to go. And I can't believe I am going to be streaming for 12 hours in a row on Saturday next week. Dear God, what am I doing? Why am I doing that? What what times is your is your twelve hour stream? What's so that, what's this that? time at least it's just going to happen in my hours. So from nine a.m. my time to nine p.m. So four to oh, four. Oh no, you should do nine a.m. my time to nine p.m. your time. Nah, I'm good. So I just tried to, to save you here? some time. Right. Is that it? Hmm? Is that right? Yeah, four till four. Yeah. I just tried okay. to save you some um, time. Balls four to four. I'm gonna be so not available during any even uh, one second of that um <laughs> but hey i hope you enjoy it i hope you have fun i mean to, Ryan, be fair, I tried to save you some time no you're not saving me time are you it's still i did 9 p.m my time or sorry 9 a.m my time to 9 p.m your time i saved you five hours no because that's the i mean the whole the whole point and joke of it's it is 9 a.m to 9 p.m I'm sitting there and doing an, yeah. I'm sitting there and doing an almost impossible challenge. I say almost you're impossible. Almost impossible. It, unless you're a speedrunner, it's probably going to be impossible. But I'm going to do it anyway. You know what? Be an absolutely game savage. You know, be an absolutely savage challenge to do. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you do this by yourself or in a group. Hardcore. You, there's no actual hardcore rules for this. You'd have to kind of like honor rules. But like hardcore, seven days to die. But you actually have to stay alive for seven real life days. Oh, and you have to like, like you have to like adjust your sleep cycle so that every couple of hours you like wake up to feed your dude so he doesn't fucking die. Oh, <laughs> oh God, no! You're gonna fucking die. Oh, so it's just like, yeah, it's like that would that would be an interesting challenge. It would be. It would be. I'll consider it, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, right, let's get into some news. We'll be very quick on a couple of these because there's stuff that I want to talk about. Right, so we know the streamer Amaranth, yeah? And we've... we've I avoid of her. We, we joke about how it is absolutely... Amaranth is absolutely not our form of watching streams on TV. On TV I got yeah, on nothing TV. against the person. It's just yes. like, that is, this is not what I use Twitch for. I've yeah. got, you know... I'm, you know, it's, it's like I, there are other channels that I can go through, not like Twitch channels, but like just like, you know, if I want, you know, softcore porn, like I could go elsewhere mm. for just as much money. Yeah, but she was doing it, and that's fine. Um, but it actually turned out over this week, uh, she wasn't as into it as it seemed. Mm. The whole situation's weird to me. It sounds like, pretty. Why fucky. is the boyfriend pushing her to do that? Like, I, I guess it's good money. Well, I mean, but I mean, I mean, Terry, think about this for a second. Why wouldn't the boyfriend push her to do this? I mean, when I you mean, look especially at, like, given on what she was making. 
Yeah, I guess. On her OnlyFans alone was making like like twenty million dollars a year or some shit. Mm. Yeah, like I guess, not yeah. even including like Twitch and shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, if you can get even like a a cut of that pie as the as as a boyfriend slash manager, like fuck yeah, you're gonna do that. Plus, you know, it's Amaranth. Like, if you're into that, then you know you get yeah. more of that. All the, which all... it's all which again i'm not saying like that that's by no means a justification that is fucked beyond belief mm. but yeah so yeah because that was the main story on the monday or well basically while we were doing last week's podcast and i was very tempted and i, I still am at some point that because of the the time between us doing the live cast and the podcast coming out it ends up being a bit dated I was very sort of on the idea of if like news broke like just after the podcast and maybe doing a very small catch up video of just stuff that had happened so that when the podcast comes out and if people do look at it, they go, why didn't you mention this? And it's just like, well, because we recorded it on a Sunday and it's a Thursday now. So, you know, that's 72 hours worth of stuff that could have happened in between or even 90, 96 depending on where it goes. 9.9, Yeah, so on the Sunday night, it turned out that um, Amaranth had a sort of a live stream set up where she was speaking to her husband over the phone. And let's, let's, let's you know, just cut to the chase here. He was an absolute fucking dick. That fucking psychopath is like... Yeah, well, yeah, psychopath. Better yeah, descriptor. Yeah. Over the over the phone, very abusive. Like a, sort of like a violent, dangerous, loud, horrible psychopath, threatening. Very much not a, but not a funny or interesting. Or it's just it's just really horrible sounding. Yeah. Um, the exact kind of guy that like you know when you're a girl, like your parents and your teachers all warn you about when you're growing yeah. up, the kind of person that you don't want to be even in the same room as for the, two minutes yeah, the reddest of red flags yeah um so that had happened and she'd gone dark after that point welfare checks were sent out and basically what what caught a lot of 12 year olds um unaware was the fact that she's not single and that she had a husband in the fir- first place now i've been made aware from from martin on there is that she's never said that she was single and she didn't. She just didn't promote that she was married. So other social media links off the Twitch channel basically state that she was in this relationship for quite a bit. She just didn't make a point of it, which was also part of the coercive control of the the partner. So in regards, because it, did, it didn't make business sense. It wouldn't be good for business. Not that. You know, a person's uh, degree of availability is really anyone's business in the second first place. No, you know. that's true. Not not that not that it stopped idiots fucking wanting refunds of gift subs. Fucking idiot, non-refundable, unlucky. Fuck off. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but it then came out a couple of days later that Amaranth is fine, and he's gone. And uh, she's looking, she's sorting out legal and emotional support, uh, i.e., most likely going through a divorce procedure. Uh, that would be a good first step. Yeah. Good first step, I think. So, like I said at the beginning, we don't, you know, we're not all, we're not fans of Amaranth. Like I said, we've, we've, 
we've I'm not like an anti-fan. Like I don't dislike the person yeah. or whatever. Like I'm not like fuck Amaranth, freaking bitch. I'm like no, nah, whatever. Like she's yeah. fine. Like she's just doing her own thing. She's in a sphere that I'm not a part of. That's all that she is to me, you know. And but it's just like yeah, at the same time, but you know, it's, it's just a matter of human decency. Whether she's attractive, rich, or whatever. Like I mean, she's yeah. in a shitty situation. She was for a long time and she's well, yeah, getting it, the help she needs good it for comes, her it comes down to, yeah it's basic basic common decency so it's like if anyone was like having if anyone enjoyed what was happening or has you know decided to be an absolute stupid bundercon and and started you know going off at amaranth because she's because she's you know managed to open up and escape an abusive relationship you are a dick that's on you and you can go piss off and no one will miss you that's so. Uh, yeah. Anyway, God, my, I like to be outspoken today. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm hoping that I'm hoping that like you know the other thing I can say is is like I'm hoping slash assuming that she's at least managed to keep enough of you know her revenue. Through, like I'm hoping that it wasn't just sort of like directly into his pocket, or if it was that there was at least some kind of like revenue splitting situation, so that she's not at least like totally out in the rain when she does this breakup like yeah you know if she's got you know some money stored away then you know see she's you know, we can be sure that she's like okay to, to, yeah. to step away so yeah so last updates state that she is in control of all her finances again because that was another level of control um of that he threatened to lock her accounts down and and do all that shit and succeeded uh but after apparently being you know after being broadcast to the world and shown publicly how much of an arsehole he was, he went, this isn't going to end yeah. well for me, and... Also, just rest my head once we're on backwards. It doesn't really yeah. matter, but... Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, so that's that's good for her. Good, good for her. <laughs> so that's, that's one full decent update that happened. Here's one that's got a little bit more murkier. So last week, we talked about... Uh... Oh, I've forgotten her name. The the voice actress. Uh, oh, that's it. Helena Taylor, who mm. um, had publicly uh, went off on Platinum Games for providing her four thousand dollars total for a recording session of the uh, game that's due to be released. Well, on the pod, if if you're watching this on the VOD tomorrow. Uh, also, twenty eighth of October, Bayonetta three, um, and had basically went off on replacement actress Jennifer Hale. Uh, you know, I am Jennifer Hale, and this is my favorite voice acting gig on the Citadel. Um, <clears throat> for for taking over her spot, um, come out and basically stayed. I'm Bayonetta. She's not allowed to sign any of my stuff. You know, I'm the character. How dare she? take part in this character well first of all um that's the english voice actor the the japanese voice actor has been unchanged throughout the thing um, but what has come out is that uh, gaming journalist and bloomsburg reporter uh, jason schreier or schreier sorry i keep getting the name wrong um had come out that mm -hmm. he'd received documentation that suggested she was being paid four thousand dollars a session yeah, four thousand dollars a session. Uh, it came out to like for like a four-hour session. It was like basically it comes out to about you know about a thousand dollars an hour. Yeah. For the gig of playing 
Bayonetta. Yeah, and then because they were looking for at least five sessions being paid up to $15,000, $16,000 minimum for the entire thing. Yeah, between sixty to 20000 mm. which, uh, which according to like uh, some you know experienced voice actors in relatively popular media of mm. that level is pretty close to industry standard industry standard like that's not an unusual pay rate for yeah. this kind of work yeah so it's at that point it's it's union rate and some yeah uh, so yeah so that happened okay it's a low ball i mean we discussed this last week in regards to you know voice actors going through these sort of gigs they're effectively they are an actor you know is you know yeah should, should get I, I, yeah i would definitely advocate Yes, I guess I would definitely advocate for higher pay rates for voice mm-hmm. actors. I would prefer that the standard was higher because it, you know, that you know, it does leave voice actors with such a disparity with like conventional uh, actors. Mm. Uh, when I don't think that's necessarily fair. I mean, uh, you're still, you know, the idea of like creating a, a character entirely using your your voice is mm. it's not easy. You know, when you yeah. have the privilege of uh, you know your hands and your feet and your face to to work with. You you can you know you can you've got a lot more tools to work with. But when you've only got you know your lungs and your throat to work with, yeah, it's like that. There's a lot of work involved, and some people do a really good job for it. Mm. Uh, but that being said, if re- my opinion, you know, our opinions are regard are irrelevant on this. You know, the point is that she's being paid as far as the industry is concerned, a decent rate for her work and mm-hmm. the suggestion that she's being paid, that she's being like, you know, cut out or underpaid or, or, or ripped off in any capacity is, is an unfound, it's unfounded. It's a, mm-hmm. it's an outright fabrication and mm-hmm. it's a total like manipulation of her fan base and of Bayonetta's fan base, the way she's framed this. Yeah. Um, because at this, at this point for what it's worth on, on Taylor's side, she's basically said, that's bullshit. I'm, I'm, I just want to get away from this business, and it's bullshit. But I've said what I've said, and it's true. So it has become to a point because of the fact that Scryer can't show the documentation because that in itself would be a breach of NDAs, has led to a he said she said, well, a literal he said she said situation. Um, but literally literal. Yeah. Literally, literal. Oh my god. Um, but what what has happened there is that is through something either Taylor said or due to fan bias, anyway, uh, Hale has been attacked on social media uh, because of it, um, and you know she's not able to explain more than she has, but she's been codedly sending likes regarding the video game industry, you know, regarding oh, Jennifer didn't even know, probably wouldn't have even known she was doing Bayonetta 3. She'll have just been paid this to do these lines. And, and you know, when you see likes coming through, it's like, oh, right, okay, so she's explaining all this stuff. So, um, it's still murky, it's, and it means it's, it's still it's, developing. It's, it's, you know, it, it, Twitter is populated near exclusively by troglodytes and it's it's underdeveloped it's, idiots. It's all like, about social media. Like it's like it's like people just gotta people just gotta start shit where shit doesn't need to be started for no reason other than to make themselves feel superior to someone else that they've decided they don't like this week. You know, it's like the the most pathetic people on earth frequent Twitter. I 
it's it's such a it's 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 disgusting. It's it's just it's just despicable. It's just like the whole world of social. Media, it's just like the people. It's that like use even it if anyways. it's like even if this whole like bayonetta kerfuffle was actual bullshit, and you know what's your face actually was getting shafted, mm. and actually they were being to totally taking advantage of her. Even if that was a thing, like it sure as fuck ain't you know. Taylor, you know, what her face, what her face, Jennifer Hale's fault. She fucking, yeah. it's not like her fuck. It's just, it's just a paycheck. It's just a fucking job. Like, yeah. she's just, people are just paying her to do a thing and she needs to pay her rent. Like, fuck off. Like, just let her, let her do her job and get angry about the thing that's actually worth being angry about, which apparently, as it turns out, there is nothing to be angry about in the first place. So get your facts straight. Yeah. You know? Let situations I develop naturally. Wait till all the facts are out, then decide what you're angry about. Yeah. And and so the last thing on that, people who are then going off at Scryer, basically going, oh, look at you, you journalist, just protecting everyone, you fucking blah, blah, blah. I bet it's not even real. Uh, you can't give you all your sources, blah, blah, blah. Well, as far as I'm concerned on this, I've read quite a few stories by Scryer regarding uh, sort of Bethesda and Anthem for EA and the Bioware magic bullshit and stuff like that. And as far as I'm concerned, from what I've read, he hasn't missed. That's not to say, you know, that's not to say that he will, but his record speaks for himself at that point that you at least, you know, trust and verify, you know, just, just, just find more information on there. So, yeah. there you go. so that, that's that. We'll, we'll just keep a, an update on it because it's not going to end, but you know, we'll, we'll just see where we go from there. Uh, right. It's like, yes. Okay. Pay actor, pay voice actors more. Let's just start with that. It's like pay them more. Just yes, give them a pay base rate. They do a lot of work for not much recognition, um, but also like, like chill out. Like this is not <laughs> leave Jennifer Hill alone. She's fine. Yeah, she's my favorite voice actor on the Citadel. And I'll be carrying on playing more. I'll be eking out as much fun, uh, like Mass Effect Three for as long as I can, so I can keep hearing my femship voice. Femship, femship, femship. Uh oh. Femship. Anyway, like Futurama. <laughs> moving on, moving on. So, oh, is we... there an ad break about to happen, or? Uh, no, we've got twelve minutes. So I've I've been using a couple of snoozes. I was preparing for this moment. So okay. um. So League of Legends, Blacks. yeah, League of Legends European Championship. So we do a fantasy league or a competition that we call the Fantasy League. Uh, twice a year uh, that follows the LEC season. Uh, that might change due to, and this is based on performance and comparison to Eastern teams and formats of League of, League of Legends, that the LEC is rumoured to be upgrowing, uh, undergoing a format change. A significant yeah. format change intended to improve the strength of the top teams and to improve the playability of bottom teams. So... If no one knows sort of how it works at the moment, League of Legends European Championship is split into two uh, seasons, spring and summer. Um, eight weeks of regular play, uh, where they play each other twice, double round robin, and then a playoffs system that lasts the last three weeks. So overall, it is an 11-week season, and then they take a break for the, the World Invitational Tournaments of the MSI, and then the World Championship after each split. All right. The rumor is that the LEC is going to go into three splits. 
uh, that will be shorter, but more important for the bigger teams. So the current rumor is that there is going to be a that each split will start with a single round robin over three weeks, therefore making them all super weeks. So normal week would be played on a Friday or Saturday. Um, a super week in the old season would be played at the beginning and end of the split and would last the entire weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So what they were looking at, the 10 teams play each other once over three weeks. After that is done, the bottom two are eliminated, gone. And then the eight teams are then played, would then use what they call a, GL, a GSL format tournament. Apparently for those who play Mine, uh, StarCraft, that's a, a thing. Yeah, so GSL is like, that's, that's the, the Korean StarCraft uh, tournament format. That's like their big... It's like a, like a double elimination yeah, Swiss yeah. tournament, really, isn't it? So Yeah. So to, to describe that, Terry, you might look, be looking a little confused there. Um, so I in am this, a little bit confused. So in this case, the eight remaining teams would be divvied up and bracketed up, and they would face each other in a best of three. The winners of those matches would then face each other. So everyone who won one game would face each other. Everyone who lost one game would then face each other. Um, and you sort of keep going around and there. Everyone's got a second chance. But if you if you lose two games or two matches, you're out. Um, and then it operates under like a Swiss style format at that point, because then if you then on the next round, the people who won one game each would face each other, and then the winners of those games would face each other. And then those who won one and one would face each other. It's a weird system I'm... yeah but yeah so basically yeah basically it's, yeah it's just like everyone starts neutral and it's like it's like winners and losers bracket mm. loses you know loses bracket whoever loses that they're out of the tournament the winner of that one gets a second chance and whoever loses the winner's bracket uh plays the other team and between the two people who are one and one they they move on with the team that's gone two and all so at the end of the day, you're still whittling down people, but it gives yeah, Star team yeah, yeah. The Starcraft, a, a lot of the StarCraft uh, tournaments have played similarly to that. They mm -hmm. they've used that system for quite a long time. Yeah. See, I always remember it in a sense without the double elimination aspect. I used to play a lot of Magic: The Gathering paper, and used to go to a lot of Friday Night Magic tournaments, and they mm -hmm. operated under the Swiss style. So that was yeah, the same the, yeah, the card, yeah. I, I played TCGs in, in IRL. That uh, Swiss like was, that would well. happen yeah. as well. Yeah. So. So yeah, so it was always it wasn't quite as it wasn't quite as elaborate as that because it was more like it was sort of like a pseudo Swiss thing, sort of a combination between like the Swiss tournament and like a round robin. Yeah, because it was sort of like you know they would sort of be like round robin with Swiss elements of like mm. winners facing winners and losers facing losers, and then like after like three or four rounds, like whoever's just won the most, they're kept in like the playoffs, yeah. and everyone else just kind of leaves. Yeah, at that like point. a little final at that point. Yeah, yeah. But, um... So it's like. Yeah. So the idea on that is that that's going to repeat for these three mini tournaments, or for these three mini splits. So they're only going to really last like they're going to last a shorter amount of time. But the idea behind it is the top teams will be playing each other more often, um, or at least that's the idea behind it. So it can at least improve their strength there. And then, like I say, it provides incentives to the lower teams of basically you can't just sit in this. You can't just sit in this tournament and expect to make money when you've only played 
you know, an hour and a half of League of Legends, and then that's that for the next two months. So, mm. so it sort of pushes for, you know, it's, it's supposed to the idea is it's supposed to push people more. It's nowhere near as, as as massive as sort of the Eastern teams where they play fifty to eighty games in a split because every every match in like the LPL and the LCK is a best of two every single time. So they play many more games, and it shows that they're the only team still in Worlds at the moment. <laughs> um. So you know that's that's that that comes along to that, and then when it comes to the finals, after the final split, basically just the top teams who've performed well over all three splits will go to the finals. No, none of this, like oh right, we did well in the regular season, and then we didn't have to win a game in playoffs, and now we're at Worlds. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Mad Lions <clears throat> made got got second in the regular season and didn't win a best of five, but purely because of their performance throughout the season ended up at Worlds. Didn't make playing, uh, didn't get out of playing, so, so they didn't get into world uh, the group stages. So it didn't work out well for them. Um, for me, it's, it's a... I feel it's complicated, but it's needed. Um, and like I say, selfishly, this impacts our fantasy league because I have no idea how we're going to work this format in it. Yeah, we're definitely definitely gonna need to revisit the old the old uh, the old Excel table for that yeah. one. But um, yeah, I mean, I kind of like I kind of like this as a tournament format. I, mm. I like, you know, I like I say, I'm I you know the only esport that I'm really that I'm really invested in. If we're being perfectly honest, it's the only one that I'm invested in at all. I, I as far as like the the League of Legends thing, I only follow it for the sake of our our uh, our tournaments. Yeah. I don't really watch it on the regular. Mm-hmm. The only, yeah, but like the sports, the StarCraft stuff is the only thing that I watch a lot. And and like I say, it's it's a format that makes sense to me. I like it. I like that it gives people a lot of opportunities to 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 play. Like you know, it 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 it, it gets it gets people to match up against people they wouldn't normally match up against a lot. And yeah, and uh, yeah, it just gives them a lot of a lot more play time and i'm and i'm and i'm into that it's it's a bit more and it's a bit more cutthroat too you know it really yeah. it's it highly incentivizes people to play at their best yeah i mean um, especially, especially what i like for me what i heard about the 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 first three weeks being like the the be all and end all there if you're if you're sitting there and in ninth and tenth after these three things you consider your options at that point is you know, it's so brutal. It's just like, right, yeah, all ten teams are going to be here for a fortnight. Uh <laughs> so, so you know, we're going to lose people very early. I mean, I guess, I mean, for me, I, I still, in my head, I don't think it would have improved. It's not improved the system because I know at the end of the day, this is the idea of playing more games is the is the theoretical way of being better. That's where I can see where this is sort of coming at, and that's where the Asian teams or the Eastern teams have them have them beat, is that they just play so much more because the ecosystem is there as well that they have to play so much more. Yeah, I because hate there's it. always someone ready to take their spot. The East Asians, man, they are they'll get they'll get you, they'll kill you every time. Oh, they are any, another level. In any game. I will say, uh, in StarCraft, I mean, in StarCraft, the Koreans were like. They were the the kings of StarCraft for like two decades almost. Yeah. 
you know, year over year. Um, Europeans have actually really picked it up lately. Um, All right. The uh, in in StarCraft Two, actually, um, right now, widely considered to be the top performing StarCraft player is actually a Finnish fella by the name of oh. Serral. He's uh, he's he's been the top dog for a little while now. Cool. Um. So yeah, Korean dominance is it's still a big deal. Like, there's still definitely a larger number of high level Korean players than there are of any other territory. But yeah, there's a few people with like within striking distance within the top 10 of starcraft players that are of the european scene not so much in the north american scene because north american esports is laughable it truly is i think that guy <laughs> I, I, I talked about yeah actually uh took on a challenge to go 1v7 of insane ai oh and beat them oh yeah let's see Which, Let me look it up. i've seen a video about it and basically, he had to play like hundreds and multiple hundreds of games to actually win. Um, because basically, if you know anything about StarCraft Two, Insane AI, um, resource hack, and map hack. Yeah, they basically it's... they basically completely cheat. They literally get yeah. more minerals per like mining time than than a player would, and they can see your base like they, they have full vision of the map whereas you have to unlock it through like fog of war and stuff yeah so basically yeah they they have massive they, massive they literally cheat so wow. beating one like for one person to beat one insane ai like you either have to cheese the shit out of it or you need to like be insanely good well so to beat seven v one and beat seven v one is like <laughs> that's cool. exactly how he won he cheesed the ai yeah, you can. Tr um, you, there are ways you can trick the AI into behaving extremely strangely, and kind of like cheat a little bit. Hey, if that's yeah, what you yeah. got to do. And but hell, to be fair, one he's, of the he's few known people that. that have actually done it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's not nobody's easy. nobody's like even well, not very many people have even attempted because they cheat. They literally mm -hmm. cheat. Um, but I think. I, they even had like I can't remember if he picked all one. At one point, he was picking all like Zerg or all like Terran because there's certain ones are easier to cheese than other ones. Each one, each uh, faction, Terran, Zerg, or Protoss, all have their own ways of cheesing. Like you have to do different ways of cheesing them. Yeah. So if they're all one, you build one cheese. If you're good enough, <laughs> uh, you build your one cheese and you can screw them over. But in if there's if you have all three factions, then you have to build three cheeses, and then if the wrong faction comes in first, it'll just walk through that cheese and cheese. Cheese. I'm saying cheese a lot. I like cheese. Ah, no, no one doesn't. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I can't remember who the guy was, but he was one of the top StarCraft two players mm. that did it. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a few fellows out there. Uh, so you know, if there's you know, if there's any situation we can get people to get up to parity, then that would be great. Uh, right, we best wrap this up then because I've got four minutes twenty left and no snoozes. So uh, yeah, about time to go. Start. Yeah. So uh, thank you very much for for watching uh, the Immaterial Gamers live cast slash podcast. Uh, you can always like, share, subscribe, follow the Twitch channel. We stream so much. Um, yeah. We we do we stream yeah. a lot most yeah. days of the week. Most days of the week, 
so this week's schedule um, that will have happened or won't be happening depending on what's going on. Monday, Immortality for the not yet titled Monday stream. Hopefully last session. If not, well, we got after. We got the we've got Halloween to do it. Uh, Tuesday or Wednesday is open or surprise stream. So follow the Twitch and you'll know when we're live. I think D is looking to finish and complete Resident Evil Re uh, Revelations 2 during that period. So, um, so that's to keep an eye on. Uh, Team Fight Thursdays will be back on the in the convergence for Team Fight Tactics. Uh, Friday, we'll get it confirmed, but the plan is to look at going on a road trip. A monster road trip. Monster road trip? Yes, uh, monster farm road trip. I should probably like get that at some uh, point. Eh? Yeah. Did Did you back it, or did Ooh. Andrea back it? Um, I don't know if we have a. Because you'll at least get one free key if either one of you backed it. So I don't, because... I don't think we. I don't know if we did. Ah, right. Okay. I Good didn't for sure. I don't know about Andrea. I'd double check with her. Make sure she doesn't buy it without checking to see if she's got the key first. <laughs> uh, so that's that's that. And then Saturday, the 12-hour Vampire Survivors uh, 133 Club or Bust stream. It's not happening. If it happens, I would be very, very happy. But what now? Sorry? Uh, what's, what's the va Vampire Survivors 133 club or bust so the 133 club it might have increased because i haven't checked how many achievements is corresponds to the amount of achievements to unlock to fully complete the game uh, because every achievement also grants you more stuff to do in the game so those who complete it they're a member of the 133 club uh, but they take more than 12 hours to do it so that's that's hmm. that that's that consideration. Um, and then it'll be the podcast again on Sunday because there is no physical way I will be playing more Dragon Quest on a Sunday morning after that. Hmm. So uh, how much how much time? Uh, a minute and a half. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, so and then all the podcasts. Well, the podcast is viewable or listenable wherever your podcasts are served. So and watchable uh, on uh, YouTube.com/slash Gamers. Yeah, there'll be a handle coming soon. They sent the email all out for that. I mean, you can just go to that web. I mean, you could just go on just, YouTube. Just search Immaterial search Gamers Gamer. on YouTube. You'll, you'll find it. Yeah. So uh, that'll be there. So from Terry, from myself, Ryan, and from Duncan, have a good evening, and we will see you next week. So bye-bye. Absolutely. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. And there's the link. I just put it in just in time. Bye. Thank you, Terry. Bye.